I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast off the back of the Melbourne Storm's big win over the Penrith Panthers last night, 16-0. I believe it's the first time Panthers have been kept scoreless at Penrith since something like 2015 or something. It's been a long time uh, since we have seen a team uh, as the defending premiers get held to zero. I think it was South Sydney in 2015 as well. Maybe I've got my dates sort of muddled up a little bit, but been a fuck long time since we've seen a team like the Penrith Panthers uh, held to zero after winning a comp and whatnot and been a long time since we've seen the Penrith Panthers be this decimated as well. Uh, obviously, the Melbourne Storm. The question of the podcast is, are they back? And I think it's a fair question to ask. I thought that was their best performance uh, in quite some time. Uh, but, you know, we have to be fair to the Penrith Panthers. When you look across the other side of the park, no Cleary, no Luai, no James Fitzharris, no Taylor May, no Dylan Edwards. Now, Cleary and Luai, they're obviously premiership-winning halves. I think Cleary's the best player in rugby league. That's going to take a hit. Jerome Luai's his sidekick. I think he's been sensational this year. He controls that entire left edge, which I think it's pretty evident, is very fucking different without him. James Fitzharris, he's the alpha in this team. Yeah, he's a huge loss. He's one of the leaders in this team. He's one of the best front rowers. If you said to me, James Fitzharris is the best front in rugby league, I wouldn't push back on you at all. Taylor May, absolute young gun. He's been sensational this year for them. Coming out of their own end, he's dangerous as all. Oh, fuck. And then Dylan Edwards, who I still think is the most underrated player in this competition. You saw what he did last week. Took it to the Canberra Raiders single-handedly. He was incredible. So, Cleary, Luai, Fisher-Harris, May, Edwards, all those guys out, it can't be ignored. Yeah, you cannot ignore it. You can say it doesn't matter. Whatever the fuck you want to say, it matters. You're missing that many guys. You should be an absolute tire fire. They played the Melbourne Storm, who played really well, and they lost 16-0. They created opportunities. They just weren't weren't able to, to uh, convert those to points. So Penrith, I wouldn't be panicking. Now, Viliami Kikau, he came in under an injury cloud. Uh, Liam Martin got injured during it. It just, it wasn't ideal for Penrith. But 
we have got to appreciate the way the Melbourne Storm played because if they would have played the way that they played last night, sorry, at any other point over the last six weeks, they would have won a heap more games of football, and I have no doubt about that whatsoever. So despite all the things that went against the Penrith Panthers, we have to appreciate how the Melbourne Storm played, and I'm very big on performance over scoreboard. Yeah, now you can look at that scoreboard and go, okay, Melbourne, geez, they played that Penrith team missing all those guys. They only won 16-0. And you know what? You're right. They did only win 16-0. They probably could have won by more. But the fact they kept Penrith to zero says a lot to me. Am I saying the Melbourne Storm are back? No, I'm not. I want to see more of it. I don't think you can possibly say a team is back after one performance when you consider all the outs they had and everything. But I do think it's the Melbourne Storm heading in the right direction. What gave me confidence? Brandon Smith, back to the football that we know he can play. I'm telling you right now, and one of the commentators mentioned it, or maybe Matty Johns or Fletcher or one of those mentioned it, next year Robbo's going to have to seriously consider whether he uses him as a middle or as a nine. Now, they've let Sam Verrills go, so you would have to think they're thinking of him as a nine, which I've got no issue with. Uh, personally, I think he's a better middle. I've always said that when he was the M hooker of the year and everyone was telling me he's unbelievable. I sort of went, you know what? He's also the best momentum guy in rugby league. And you can see, you saw that last night once again. It's been a while since we've seen that Brandon Smith. And, you know, myself and Kempi and Timmy, we spoke about this, you know, two or three weeks ago, that the one thing that could potentially turn this season around is if Brandon Smith comes back from his suspension fresh and ready to rip in and... Last night, I saw signs that Brandon Smith is ready to go. That try score was incredible. Absolutely incredible. When they get off the back of him, it can just be anything. Harry Grant. I, I I sort of felt like he was on the front foot all night. I was shocked when I checked his stats and he'd only ran for 62 metres or whatever it was. That really threw me. But you know what else threw me? When I kept scrolling down his stats, 62 tackles for Harry Grant. He worked himself to an absolute standstill, and I still felt like he was constantly on the attack. He's probably the best hooker on the field, to be fair. I thought Apicurasau was fucking incredible, as per usual. But Harry Grant, another really solid game. Munster, let's call it what it is. Munster's a maniac. I suggested the fullback move a couple of weeks ago. People, you know, played it down. That's ridiculous. Fuck, I caught some abuse over it. But I'm sorry, if you can't see how dangerous this guy is at fullback... Your eyes are painted on. Your eyes are absolutely painted on, and I can't help you. You go and watch the Penrith Panthers um, press conference last night and watch when they ask Ivan Cleary about Munster playing fullback. It just about knocks him over. I mean, it is lethal. And this is what I always say with Munster, that if I'm playing the Melbourne Storm and he's at 5'8", I breathe a sigh of relief. Because if he's at fullback and I've got no idea what he's going to do, where he's going to pop up, that is my worst nightmare. Some of the things that Munster did last night, and people, you know, Munster's one of those guys that people get really highly emotional over and they they get caught up with when we talk about him compared to past players. But some of those runs he was taking last night where he was just getting it on his own 30-meter line and just taking it up, they were hit-ups that, like, Freddie used to do. There was one where he just burst them open. It, it reminded me of Brad Fittler in the 2002 grand final. Roosters coming out of their own end, just struggling. Freddie just gets the ball and just goes bang, straight and forward and breaks through. And Munster's just got that ability. I've always said that the scariest thing about Munster is that when he's got the ball, he can beat you in so many ways. He can step you. He can run over the top of you. He can kick past you. He can dummy you. He can pass around you. He can just... 
There's nothing that Cameron Munster can't do, and that's what makes him so scary. Uh, and at the moment, he's incredible. For me, I think he has to be in the fullback jersey. I just I just think they have to find a way to get him there. And personally, I think the key to it is, is getting Jerome Hughes back. They need to get him back next week. I heard rumors that he's already started running and whatnot again, which is good to see. I think they probably need to rush him back as soon as they possibly can to play in the halves, even if he doesn't take a single fucking run or hit up, just to kick and control and just let Munster jump into that one role and just start to tear it to pieces. That's what they need. We said it a few weeks ago. They're a scarier side with him at one than at six. That's just the reality of it. I think you've seen a bit of evidence. Yes, it was the Gold Coast Titans. Fine. He's also done it in Origin, but let's ignore that, of course. Uh, And then he comes in against the Penrith Panthers. Yes, missing guys. I get it. But they're still the best defensive team in this competition, and he cut them to pieces last night. Munster, I think he has to be at the one. If the Melbourne Storm are going to give this premiership a shake, I think he has to be in the fullback jersey moving forward, and I think it's key to have Hughes back there. A shout-out to the big boys from the Melbourne Storm. Nelson Asofa Solomona, 66 minutes, 10 tackle breaks, 180 metres. Imagine as a halfback showing up to play first-grade rugby league, you're giving away 20, 30... 40-odd kilos to other guys in this competition, especially other guys that are going to be running it at you as back rowers, and you would show up to every game going, you know what, I'm going to be really sore in about three hours. I'm going to be forced to make 20 tackles on a human that's much bigger, stronger, faster than me, and they're going to be targeting me the entire night. Imagine then when you first look up and you see Nelson Asafa Solomona on that edge. Good God, what a nightmare for a halfback. I really like the way that the Storm used him last night in a little bit of a different way. As we said, 66 minutes, 10 tackle breaks, 180 metres. He was great, Nass. Very, very impressed. Probably don't think he should be out there. I think he should have got suspended for that absolute shocker on Wade Egan. Was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week. But he is there and the Melbourne Storm desperately need him. The other one I want to give a shout-out to is Tui Kamakamika. Now, if you go and have a look at his stat sheet, ran for about 50 metres, not overly impressive. Played 51 minutes, yeah? So not great. You slide across, 53 tackles he made to Ikama Kamika for a big guy. That is incredible. And that is what impressed me so much about this Melbourne Storm side, their defense. Their defense and their cover defense was unbelievable. Their cover defense was more like what we know of the Melbourne Storm over the last few years. And you could see the way that they defended. They were very they were very tight. They said to the Penrith Panthers, hey, if you're going to spread that ball, by all means, go for it. We've got an extra defender that is the sideline, and we're happy for you to go wide, and we'll just slide. And they were finally sliding as a unit. You, you might remember a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember who they were playing, but there was a. I think it was when they played South Sydney, and I think Colin Montungi scored. And myself and Kempe spoke about what the fuck is the Melbourne Storm defensive line doing? They went up and then they were just retreating back and the winger actually ended up a meter into the in goals. Like, they were just in disarray. They've obviously had some tough conversations over the last week or so about their defense and how that they need to start showing up for each other because that's what the Melbourne Storm have been built on and we haven't seen that over the last month or so. So I thought their defense was incredible. Their cover D was unbelievable. I really did think the Penrith Panthers, they played well enough to score two or three tries, if not more last night. They didn't get a single one. Isaac Tungo got really close. Viliami Kiko got over the line. Api Curacao got incredibly close. Um, Brian Totter was unlucky not to score two. 
And every single time it was the Melbourne cover defense, they were playing for each other. They were using the sideline well. They were inviting the Panthers to go wide, and then they were sliding perfectly, which can be dangerous at times, but I thought they did an incredible job. So I'm not going to go as far as to say the Melbourne Storm are back. I want to see more from them, but it's definitely signs heading in the right direction. Yes, 16-0 over a team missing you know, an all-star squad. There's no doubt about that, but that Penrith side is still a good defensive team. It's hard to score points and they've still got strike weapons all over the field and they kept them to zero which is just about unheard of when it comes to this current Penrith Panthers team Melbourne Storm they're not back just yet for me I do want to see more I'm not denying that there is more that I want to see from them and I want to see that consistency over the next three weeks leading into the finals but the Melbourne Storm you kind of feel like tonight they've turned the compass a little bit and they're heading in the right direction. Hopefully they can build off the back of it because it was very impressive. Their defense was incredible. If they defend that way against most teams, they will win nearly every single game of football that they play, in my opinion. But they need to keep that intensity up. The forwards need to keep on producing those sort of moments. Though, not those sort of moments, those sort of games. Kamakamika, Nelson, especially Brandon Smith. I think he's going to be the key moving forward. They need to get Husey back. They need to lead. Leave Munster at one, play a little bit unorthodox, take a couple of risks, pick a team that you're not going to want to coach against, pick a team that you're not going to want to defend against. And for me, Cameron Munster at one, Jerome Hughes at seven, Brandon Smith off the pine causing absolute carnage, Nelson Asafa Solomon putting that body in the spot where he can be the most damaging. I think this is a really good opportunity for Craig Bellamy to show the sort of fantastic coach that he is over the next few weeks because it is going to be a huge test for him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But there's no denying the Melbourne Storm, they are at least heading in the right direction. For the first time in a couple of weeks, I definitely feel like they're heading in the right direction. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.